what I did find was that I could go to a plasma bank and donate my blood plasma twice a week. So that's exactly what I did. I made $240 and my rent was $240 exactly. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. We are going to be talking about resourcefulness on this episode of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast because our guest, Bethany Bayless of the Money Millhouse Podcast, had to be extremely resourceful and giving, literally, when she went to college in order to be the financial grown-up that she wanted to be. First, I want to just welcome everyone, especially our new listeners. We're so glad that you found us, and thank you for investing your time. We appreciate it. This podcast is free to you. We intend to always keep it free to you. So it would mean the world to me and to my team if you would support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and also go old school and just tell a few friends about the podcast. Now to Bethany and paying for college. The coronavirus has changed a lot about going to school right now, but with a few exceptions, it has not changed the extremely high cost. So I am excited to share this episode from last fall where you will hear about a very creative way one college student made some extra cash while also helping others. It may raise some eyebrows, but you've got to give this girl credit for getting it done. Here is Bethany Bayless. Hey, Bethany Bayless, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me here. I am excited to talk to you. First of all, you're a great speaker. You actually do a lot of public speaking. You're the MC of many events, including a conference I attended called FinCon, where you do a great job emceeing that event. You are also the host of The Monday Millhouse with your mom, Ellie Kay, one of my favorite podcasts. Yes, I do it with my mom. It's a lot of fun. If you want to have a cup of coffee and join us, we're there every Monday just chatting about finances. And we think we're funny. Like we think each other is funny. <laughs> you are so funny. And in fact, you have a funny story you're going to share after your money story, which is an awesome money story because it has to do with literally giving blood to be a financial grown up. You wanted it so bad, Bethany. Tell us your money story. Absolutely. When I graduated high school, I went off to college. And as a grown up, I just turned 18. And I went to a college that was very small and it was in a town of six other colleges. So we were lots and lots of college what students. Town? It was Spokane, Washington. And in Spokane, I mean, there's Gonzaga University, Eastern Washington, like all these big universities. And so there just were not a lot of jobs for college students there. It was very, very saturated. And so I was very adamant that I wanted to pay my own rent. And you are, by the way, one of five children. That's correct. I have uh, the only girl also, I just might add. And so I didn't want to ask my parents for money because I'm an adult. And that's what adults do is you make it your own 
you make your own money, you pay your own rent and utilities and food and all of those things. And so what I did find was that I could go to a plasma bank and donate my blood plasma twice a week. So that's exactly what I did. I made $240 and my rent was $240 exactly. Oh my God. Talk about using your God-given resources. <laughs> Not only exactly. And I also think, isn't the house rent supposed to be like 25% of your income? It was about a hundred. And so definitely a lesson learned there. I had to do some other little things here and there. And this was before Side Hustle Nation. You know, this was before Uber, before Instacart or something else that I could do to earn earn money. And so this was like the side hustle app of the age, if you will. And I just learned very, very quickly how much money was worth. And even a quarter was like the world to me. It was like a chunk right there. And it was it was a great experience because I learned to be frugal. I learned to cut back and I learned to know exactly what I needed. And it was a time that I had zero once. <laughs> By the way, I used to give blood plasma a lot. My mother was sick at a point and that was something I was a regular there. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I did learn was that they also feed you there, Bethany. Yes. So in addition to the to the <laughs> money, you did get meals, right? Yeah. So basically the way that plasma works for people who are not familiar with this process, <laughs> they and I we will be talking about blood. Just give that disclaimer very quickly. Um, <laughs> what they do is they hook you up to a machine, they take out a certain amount, they put it and in. It like takes a, a while. It takes it a does. while. It's, yes. it's a process. It's this isn't just donating blood. This is a different kind of thing. Totally different. Because what they do is they put it in like um uh, there's a word for it. They put it in a machine where it separates it. So they spin it really, really fast and it separates the platelets with the white blood cells, cells with uh, the red blood cells and like your hemoglobin or whatever. And then they give you back your red blood cells. And it takes about an hour sometimes. It depends how on your blood pressure, believe it or not. But depending, because I had low blood pressure and sometimes I would not even qualify because you have to be at a certain level, yes. which makes it a very special thing. People really should donate if you do qualify. It's an important thing to do, I should say. But you are there for quite a while. It is. And I would, I would be there sometimes because you had to go in the waiting room first. Right, you have to right. wait to they get up for you. to give your blood, and you have to wait for you have to go through this process. And so it was it was a chunk of time, but it was exactly what I needed. I went twice a week. I became friends with Rick, who was the guy who every single week I would go to him. We became friends. He had the bedside manner of house, you know, like very dry, sarcastic, kind of hated the world, but he called me sunshine, and it was a great experience for me to kind of really do it on my own to do it myself. And I thought, why not? It was the epitome of my desperation pretty much. <laughs> but also it is it is a giving thing to do. And I think it's mm-hmm. wonderful that you did that because uh, even though that wasn't your primary motivation at the time, and I think it's important that people understand that and that if they are eligible and can do that, it is great to donate plasma. Absolutely. I also, I was a universal donor. So everyone, my my blood type is the rarest blood type. I'm AB negative for anyone who wanted to know. We're finding out so much about each other in this conversation. So <laughs> but I'm AB negative and it is the universal plasma donor. So anyone could take my plasma. That's wonderful. And you didn't mention, what was your favorite snack when you're done? Because they did feed you. So you got food and money. Yes, food and money. And I really loved the little cookies. They had okay. like little chocolate chip cookies, like kind of like knockoff Famous Amos. Yum. And do they have orange juice too? Yes. And apple juice, I believe. Good. What's the lesson for our listeners from this? 
the lesson is to do whatever it takes to get by and to be a financial grown up. Within what is legal and what is reasonable. We need to qualify that, Bethany, my darling. (laughs) (laughs) That came off a little bit too much. (laughs) Do anything that was legal. Should I say that again, Bobby? Well, I don't know that people should, for example, donate a kidney, that kind of thing. I think that, you know, things like plasma and things like that are good, but not... Not actual body parts. A kidney or another controversial. We want to we want to be clear. Another controversial is donating things like eggs. You know yes. that could have set me up for the entire year, but you know, interesting. Well, it's a personal decision. Just be thoughtful about what body parts and, and things that you give from yourself. <laughs> so many images are flashing through my head right quite now. The, quite the episode of financial grown up. Right. Market. What? We're going to call it there and we're going to move on to your everyday money tip because this is a little bit of a lighter topic. You have some apps where we can earn extra cash. You got a nice list going. We'll put them in the show notes also. Go for it. So, and like I said, in my story, this was the time when I, when I gave plasma as my, my last option, it was a time that these apps did not exist. It was not the age of the side hustle, but now I feel like financial grownups have so many options because you can cut back. There's a limit to how much you can cut back in your budget. There's a limit to how many you can limit your expenses. And And you can only give plasma twice a week. You can only give plasma twice a week. But the other thing is that you don't have to limit your income. That is something that there's no limit to the amount of money that you can make. And one of the things that you can do is there are a list of apps, you know, things that we've talked about like Uber or Airbnb or things like that. Those are already very well known, but other things like Instacart, maybe you want to go grocery shopping for people and you can do it in your spare time. You can pick up times where you just go grocery shopping. It's a great tool to use. I love getting it. <laughs> I love getting my groceries delivered. And so if you want to shop, but you could also people, be the person delivering the groceries. Exactly. So we want to be clear for all of these. You're not the person getting in the Uber. You're the one driving the That's Uber. That's exactly where the income right. comes. <laughs> exactly. So we have we have Instacart, we have Etsy. Maybe it's time to make things online. There's also some other really great ones like Rover is a dog walking app. So if you want to go hang out with dogs for a day, why don't you download Rover and you're able to go. You can even teach your kids about being responsible and take them along with you now that you're a financial grown up if you have children. And there's wonderful. Those are some of my favorite apps that you can use. I love that list. We'll leave the full list in the show notes. Let's talk a little bit about the Money Millhouse because we teased everybody about your funny story. There are so many. You guys are hysterical. By the way, I have been a guest on the Money Millhouse. It is a really fun place to hang out, I got to say. Well, and we loved having you because it's a great time for us to just sit around. We have it in the Money Mill house. It's at, set at Ellie's kitchen table. Ellie is my mother. And we started the podcast as a way for us to have a source of time with each other and also to learn about personal finances, which we're both very passionate about. Every single week we sit down, we have a cup of coffee, and this is a little unknown story. And so we used the podcast as a way to let people know we were mother-daughter. So we worked together for several years. We went and taught financial education to military families around the world, literally. And we realized very quickly when I started working for her, 
we realized that when people found out I was her daughter, their attitude changed towards me. So they would treat me like I was 18 and be like, that is so cute. Your mom lets you help her when it comes. That's adorable. Can you get me a cup of coffee? Like just little things like that, that were like, wow, we're going to, this is really difficult to be professional when it comes to what we're doing. So we just actually hid it for about five years. We just didn't tell people it was on purpose. Secret, on purpose. 100%. I changed my last name. I just went with my middle name instead of my actual last name. And for years, it worked really well for us. But then it kind of got to the point where I was like, why are we keeping this a secret anymore? I feel like we're more established in, in what we're doing. And so we came out on our podcast that we are mother daughter. That's really where the fun lies because we think we have a great relationship. So we had a guest come on who knew us from our past life. And I just saw her yesterday and I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell my mom that I saw you. And she was like, you mean you and Ellie are actually related? I thought that was something that you did as a joke for the podcast. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Yes, we are totally related. It's a true, we are not like, so it was the first time that it almost not backfired, but it was a happy surprise of, she said, when I met you the very first time you were so professional, I thought there was no way you could be related because I couldn't work with a family member like that. And so it was just so happy that she thought it was a joke. I love listening to the Money Mill House. Tell us more about where we can find it and find out also more about you and whatever new ventures you are up to because you're always up to so many cool things, Bethany. Bobby, you're so nice. You think I'm way more important than I actually am. I think. I don't know. Should I say that? Um, I'm in the Bethany Fangirl Club. <laughs> you're so wonderful. I'm in the Bobby Fangirl Club. People can find us at The Money Millhouse. We're on anywhere you can get your podcast. TheMoneyMillhouse.com is where our hub is. We're also all across social media at The Money Millhouse. And if you want to follow me personally, you can go to BethanyBayless.org or you can follow me at Bethany Bayless across all social media platforms. Instagram's my favorite though. Instagram's where I just, I hang out most. I am migrating to Instagram the most I find myself. It's because you know what? It's a happy place. It is such a happy place. And I think my favorite feature is the stories because I kind of like to share my really random, crazy life with my friends. So fun. All right. Thank you, Bethany. Awesome. Thanks, Bobby. Before we get to my take on the interview, I just want to share one of my secrets with you guys and some big news. As you know, I read a ton of books and I love it. But between running my business and all my family stuff, I don't have the time to read all the books that I want. And the book piles on my nightstand have been getting bigger and bigger because I intend to read them, but it just isn't happening. So then recently, I discovered Blinkist. It's an app. It takes all the nonfiction books that I want to read from classic business books to, if we're being honest, books by some of my current top authors that have been here on the podcast. It pulls out all the main points that matter into what they call blinks. They're about a minute long, entire books, 15 minutes, kind of like this podcast. Maybe they were listening to me. I don't know. Anyway, I reached out to them and I am so excited that they are now a partner of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast. So please take a minute and go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist for a free trial. By using the link, this is really important. You help to support the show. So thank you. Go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. Let's do this. Financial grown-up tip number one, donate blood. And if you can, donate plasma. And yes, you could potentially make money if you want 
And yes, they will probably also give you free food. You will also potentially get a free medical exam the first time that you go if you're donating plasma. But the truth is, this stuff is priceless and saves lives. So you are really giving a lot more than you realize. So I truly encourage everyone to do this. Also, find out while you're there what blood type you are, or if you just want to know in general, you can just call and you can probably ask your doctor to look it up on your chart. Financial grown-up tip number two. If you do take on a bunch of different side hustles on a slew of different apps, as Bethany had suggested, make sure to keep records of what you are doing so that when it comes to tax time, you have what you need. Thanks to all of you for your support. Please continue to be in touch on the socials and tell us what guests or what topics you want to hear on the show at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram and at BobbyRebel on Twitter. And the biggest thanks and a big virtual hug to the Money Millhouse's Bethany Bayless for helping us all be financial grownups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.